Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, 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 oh, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 111, Bryson Wynn Presents, okay, baby, and we are back this week. I'm so excited to be in your eardrum, in your kitchen, in your bathroom, in your car, in your ear, however it is that you listen to the Purple Pants Podcast. I am so glad that you tuned in this week. If you have not already, please make sure you subscribe to the Purple Pants Podcast. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. You can find us there. Hit the subscribe button. Okay. Give your baby boy some five stars and write a review. But listen, what's going on, Purple Pants Posse? It's officially autumn. Whoo! The leaves about to change, okay? It's going to get cold. It's about to be October at the end of this week. Like, where did 2021 go? I'm really trying to figure that out, though. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. If October is at the end of this week, then that means Thanksgiving, Christmas. We about to be in 2022. Like, slow down a little bit. Slow down. Slow down. But yes, I, um, but I have to say, though, in Philly, I've been loving this weather. It's been like a, High of 77, sunny for literally like the past week and a half. At nighttime, it's a little cool. And you know, I love that because I like to be a little chilly when I sleep. I don't have to have no air conditioner on, no fans on, no heat on. Okay. It's the money that I'm saving for me. Okay. Cause you know, your baby boy's on a budget. But listen, whoo, we got a lot to get into this week. Y'all know I just came off the Bryson Wynn Presents in New York. And listen, shout out to the Purple Pants Posse. Y'all was in the building. Shout out to everyone that came. All of the Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race people. It was like so many. I mean, I was like, oh my God, look at y'all. God. And I was so excited to see all. Listen, I, I don't even like the word fans. Okay, I like to see all of the friends that came out. It was so much fun. Baby boy is tired. Okay, I had a jam and jam, 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 jam pack weekend. Okay. Listen, we did the Bryson Wynn Presents on Wednesday. And listen, baby boy was back at work on Thursday and Friday. Okay. Had to work this weekend. Had some events to go. Listen, it was giving a lot. So I am so looking forward to this weekend. So baby boy can catch up on some rest, catch up on some TV shows. There have been a lot of little TV shows that I had watched season one on. That have come back. So I'm so excited for that. Like I can just like, you know, just it's good to be booked and busy. And it's also good to just chill because, you know, we come first. You got to take care of yourselves. But I'm really excited for this week's episode. So listen, let me give you the rundown. Okay, the run, 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 rundown. So we've got the church announcements. And this week on the menu, listen, Survivor Season 41 is back. And listen, we kick off Survivor. 
ever news with no one else than Wendell Holland, the winner of Winners at War, the host of the HGTV show Hot Mess House. Okay, we really kind of dig into our favorite characters, some of the trends that's going on, okay, in the internet. You listen, we dive into that, so it is a great listen. Listen, Survivor is back. We got Barb's message and the Freak of the Week. So listen, I ain't going to hold y'all up no more. It's time to get into the church announcements. For this week's church announcements, I got two church announcements for you. The first church announcements is, listen, you know the Bryce Isaiah 2022 Zetic calendar. Okay, it's out and they are going like hotcakes. So I'm just telling you, you may want to order yours now before it's too late. Okay, I didn't just re-upped on another shipment of them and that's it. Okay, and like they almost like 50% gone already, but I'm just letting you know holiday gifts coming up, all of that good stuff. You know, the Bryce Isaiah 2022 Zeti calendar is available. You click the link in my bio on the Twitter and the Instagram and get your calendar because listen, they're going like hotcakes. And I want to say thank you to everyone that has supported so far. I really appreciate it. And listen, this week I'm getting the rest of the orders out. So if you recently ordered yours or you waiting to be like, baby boy, when is is my shipment coming? Listen, you will have it. Oh, it's coming. You're going to get that tracking email. But seriously, the Bryce Isaiah 2022 Zaddy calendars is out. Get yours. The second church announcement, I was having a conversation with a co-worker of mine over the weekend. And uh, it just really kind of resonated. Uh, there are some people at a job that this coworker does not like. And um, my coworker really gets bent out of shape um, for this person that they don't like. And I, um, and you know, I'm on a road to a better Bryce. And I feel like, you know, old Bryce would be um, right on that train with this coworker being like, listen, I don't like, uh, 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 uh. but I was really like, and you know, just getting more information and just really listening to my coworker talk. Um, I really was trying to explain to them that like, you're giving it too much energy. Like everyone isn't for everybody. And I feel like the old Bryce, you know, if I didn't like somebody or I felt like they didn't like me, I would put energy towards it. And I'd be like, Oh, I don't like Sharon. Look at her, her, her car always dirty. She like, you know, I, I would just spend a lot of energy and I just had to come to the conclusion that listen everyone is not for me everyone's not going to love me everyone's not going to like me but it does not mean that I need to project that and you know I can still meet them with kindness I can still meet them with a smile and hello and keep it moving and I was trying to get my co-worker to see that and it really just kind of dawned on me that you know I'm on a roll to a better price and I know a lot of the things that I go through you know the purple pants posse can resonate with and I just wanted to encourage somebody that you know whether it's Listen, it could be a family member. It could be a, a, a co-worker. It could be a host of different things. And like, you know, everyone is not going to love us. And that's all right. Like, you know, we're not for everybody. And we don't have to put that energy out there. We don't have to meet their negative energy with negative energy. We can simply say, what's up? Keep it cordial and keep it moving. Um, and I don't know who needs to hear this, but uh, this message is for you because I definitely struggled with that. Um, a lot in my adult life and when I say struggle I still deal with it but I am able to recognize sometimes like you know you just see somebody you just like turn your face up and you're just like why that negative face like you know what you don't have to meet them with that energy um and I I I'm working on it but just that conversation with that co-worker this week and really kind of just like you know I was like let me bring this to the posse listen everybody ain't for us and it don't mean we have to meet them with a not friendly energy we can keep it cordial and keep it moving because it literally takes energy to like you know to have negative feelings and it's like when you when you can get to a place where it it's like hey how you doing susan hey how you doing mark oh, okay good and listen go about your business we can put 
energy into ourselves. We can put energy into our business. We can put energy into our meaningful relationships. We don't need to put energy into people that just don't matter. And, you know, and that doesn't mean that we have to be negative. It doesn't mean that we have to like, you know what I mean? Listen, what I always say, keep it cute. Okay. And that's this week's church announcements. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. It's a man who, it's a man you Meeting potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew It's a man who, it's a man you Meeting potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew And we are back, okay? It's been almost a year and some change But listen, we are back with the Survivor News And I'm so excited to welcome this week's guest host, okay? You may know him from Winners at War. Okay, you may know him from Ghost Island. You may know him from Beach Cabana Royale. Yeah, yeah, Beach Cabana Royale. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or you might know him as the host of the HGTV show, Hot Mess House. Or you might know him as my annoying friend that gets on my nerves. Let's welcome back to the podcast, Wendeezy. What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm back, baby. Let's go, baby boy. Let's go, baby no, boy. I'm back. No, 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 no. Did, did I just hear a bell? Yes, you did. No, Wendell. I'm listen. I, this this my podcast. I control the bells over here. We both got bells over here now. <laughs> Welcome to the Bell Podcast. Is this the reason why we had to put off recording a day? Did you order a bell? <laughs> That's exactly why we had to push it. Y'all see what I be talking about? Like that, like that just got under my skin. Something so anyway. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm gonna let that slide. Say anyway, again. Five, what? Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, it's it's. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a bell and I don't know how to act, Bryce. <laughs> just saying. All right. Five, anyway, four, three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are back covering season 41 Survivor News. But listen, before we get into all of that, we are off of the heels of a very successful and fun Bryce and Wynn presents the return. We just took New York by storm and I'm dying to hear your thoughts. Oh, man, Bryce, I, I want to congratulate you, man. We had an incredible turnout. So many fans were there. We had more reality stars than we could even imagine. People were hitting us up the day of. Um, it was just a great turnout for the fans. You know, we do it to to try to, you know, put smiles on their faces and give them memorable experiences. And I think I think Wednesday's one at Mustang Harry's in Manhattan was one of those occasions. Absolutely. It was filled with love. Like, you know, p- people were just ready to be outside. And um, I can't tell you how many of the Purple Pants Posse show up, show out. I tried to get around the room to say hello to everyone. Uh, that I most possibly could, but it really was just so much fun. But I really do want to ask you, do you feel like it was worth all the the stress and anxiety and annoyance that I provided with you <laughs> leading up to it? Because listen, if y'all don't know, before an event, Wendell and I fight like cats and dogs, okay? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, okay, because when we were setting up, I'm like, this the last one. I ain't working with him no more because Wendell goes into this weird trance. I, I lock in. You, I want to get it done. He like when he's designing, when he's building, when I've seen him on set at HGTV, like he does this weird thing, like with his hands and he moves oh it across God. the room. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, where should I put this on? He's like, just, and then he's like, go, go put it up somewhere. And I'm like, well, what's the point of me putting it up somewhere? Because I know when I put it up, don't even window go come around and be like, it's not at eye level price. It needs to be at eye level. People got to see the sign. It's too hot. So I'm they like, do. listen, I'm like, listen, said i don't have time but it was a great event we just can't thank you guys enough for coming out and always supporting anything and everything that we do so we just had to start that party off by saying thank you thank you and thank you thank you guys and my my quick response is oh, Bryce, yeah. i'm on a road to a better window <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna try my best i'm gonna try my best to be a little more calm when we are preparing these places Hold on. The lie detector determined that is a lie. But 
it's all worth it in the end. So it doesn't matter because I, I get stressed out as well before an event. And I think that, you know, Wendell handles it a lot better. Me, I get real testy. I start to sweat. Wendell's like, just calm down. Just calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, and But you're just a profuse sweater regardless. <laughs> oh, that is true. Anytime you come around me, you're sweating bullets. I don't know why. That is true. And I was telling you the other day, I don't know if it's because COVID, uh, but I really feel like my hormones have changed. I really feel like my, like I've just been a lot more mustier than normal. <laughs> you usually smell bad. No, but the other day I came over to your house and you was like, Bryce, you smell. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm. I told you that also was because I didn't have deodorant and I forgot to buy it and I kept going to the store and then I just didn't buy it. So I didn't have deodorant for a couple of days. So that could be it too. But enough about my pheromones. But can we really quickly, I'm sorry. One last thing. I just want to, from from Bryce and myself, thank all the fans that came out, but also thank the reality stars from Survivor, Big Brother, the amazing race. So many people came out and we just thank you guys so much for such a great event. So, yes. And uh, our our events are so unique in the sense of like, we don't want people to come and feel like they're fans seeing reality stars. We want people to come and feel like you're hanging out with friends. And that's really um, the type of environment that we like to cultivate. And so it's just so much fun for me to just be my crazy self walking around and just Mm -hmm. getting to see everyone. But listen, okay, the main event, we are here. For Survivor 41. Now, listen, I will be honest. I had to go home and watch it again because, listen, we was jumping at Mustang Harry, so I couldn't Mm -hmm. watch it. And I was a little apprehensive, I will be honest, uh, before I started watching because I sometimes, it's been so long, and I'm, like, saying to myself, like, do I really still love the show? Like, and and that's an honest question for me. You know, it is uh, an emotional roller coaster for me at times. I feel like I have PTSD. Um, I feel like, you know, it's just a lot with the show. And so I get nervous and it's been such a long time. But what I will say is after watching the two hour episode, baby, I'm hooked, locked and loaded. And it just literally hooked me back in. Like I was just like, oh, my God, I love this show. Like, I can't even believe that I played it. What were your initial thoughts? Were you a little apprehensive? I was, you know, I'm a big Survivor fan and I was I was ready to have Survivor back. So. In the in all the like previews that we saw, like there was like a two minute clip released or something, um, however many a week before or something like that. I was getting so like I was almost getting nervous excitement, like I was about to go back on the island. So I was just ready to start watching this show again. And even though we were kind of busy hosting our event, so we couldn't really watch it. When I rewatched it, I was I was just very locked in and excited to see everything. I was nervous when uh, Jeffrey Dunn came out. Mm-hmm explaining all the new rules talk mm-hmm. about this i'm like oh my god do i need to take notes what's going on jeff like ain't that what? crazy like he he started off walking through walking through one of the islands we're like all right jeff is out here talking to us it's like he's communicating with the audience right now and telling us these new twists he pulls out the beware advantage mm-hmm. on the on the yasa camp and he hides it right then and there i think that's cool because they're kind of like showing us kind of like behind the curtain a little bit right the third wall was definitely broke. There were a lot of times, uh, even I can remember like when they were on the barge and he was like, even the crew behind you. And then they took a wide screenshot and you got to see the crew. And that was something for me when I play Survivor and, you know, very briefly uh, and very long ago. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> One of the things that caught me by surprise was when we got out there and Jeff said, come on in. And I was like, oh my God, there's like 150 people here. Like I was almost intimidated by the crew. So I love the fact that it's almost like it's getting the viewers ready uh, to play Survivor. Like, you know, anyone at home watching, like, you know, you know, it's a huge crew out there. You won't be surprised. But I do love the fact that they are breaking down the third wall and it's becoming more interactive. Love that. Love that. Me too. Uh, when I when I hit the beach at Ghost Island, um, on the TV screen, you see 20 castaways staring at one um, one host. But in actuality, from a castaway's perspective, you see, like you said, hundreds of people that are producers and um, the medical people and, you know, the camera people. It's so many people that you're staring at. And for them to show the viewers that somewhat because it was it was out on the water. So they they can only have but so many barges and whatnot that will uh, that will film this intro, this kind of water intro. But um, it was cool that they were able to, you know, show that behind the scenes. I love it. 
Right. So then they come on in. It's three tribes. And, you know, automatically, you know, my PTSD kicks in because I don't like a three tribe season. Mm-hmm. OK, from my Where own from my own experience, you know, when I prep for the game, I don't know why I did not prep for three tribe. I prepped for two tribes. But we get up in here and Jeff again is explaining some more rules. I'm like, well, child, I guess some people didn't forgot how to play. You got to explain everything. But listen, he's talking about this reward is for the Flint. And, uh, you know, if you lose, it could be a penalty like up like. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they shorten the days, so they got to do something to up the ante, right? Mm, I don't like that. I I don't feel like I should have to give you my flint. That's real. I mean... That that's legit, but let's be real, Bryce. I mean, I know you might not have made it. To Here, you Here you go. Here you go. But if they're shortening it to twenty six days, I feel like they got to do something to to really account for the fact that like this is thirteen days shorter, and these these people out here have to play harder because if you think about it. You're voting out so many people in a much shorter time. So you might have the the two people voted out. You might have back to back days with vote outs. So it's a more consolidated, intense game because it's shorter. You know what? We're going to make it more difficult. If you lose, we're taking your flint or we're taking your supplies or you're going to have to do something to earn these supplies. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, from a viewer's perspective, sure. But uh, from a player's perspective, you gonna have to fight me, Jeff. Okay, you gonna have to fight me for this splint, or I'm gonna just toss you a rock. <laughs> or if they was really playing, I will leave it at camp and say uh, we lost it. Okay, we forgot it. <laughs> we forgot it, Jeff. But y'all, Jeff will probably pull up on that beach and come mm-hmm. take it. So mm-hmm. they've got to jump into the water. Um, they got to throw their paddles into the water. Then they all jump in and go around this obstacle course. What I thought was so interesting was that Jeff was like, all the paddles are all together. So uh, and I, was it the, what tribe was it? Was it the green tribe or no, was it the blue tribe? No, that, it was the that yellow tribe. The one that messed, they couldn't find the last paddle? Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. The Yasa tribe. They couldn't get it together on that on that boat. It was, um, and I, I love Jeff throwing shade. Like he kept saying, like all of the paddles were together. So I find it so interesting that this tribe has it. And then when um, Voce, Voce climbed up to try to get with Jeff. Jeff was like, I promise you, it's not up here. Okay, <laughs> continue to look somewhere else. It's not up here. Um, then the blue tribe, they was in the lead. But I'm like, mm-hmm. they are. They seeming to be paddling together, but they're not moving. So that's <laughs> that's the Luvu tribe and. Yeah, they they get in the water first. They're in the boat first. I'm like, man, this this tribe looks solid. They got um they got Danny, he's an ex football player. They got Deshaun. They 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 got uh, Nasir. They have Erica. They got Heather. They got Sydney. They got a strong tribe. They're all in the water. They start paddling, and it looked like they were anchored <laughs> to the to the bottom of the ocean. And what's crazy is, and what you have to understand for players is, you should while you're in the competition, you gotta listen to props. He drops little gems for you sometimes. He was saying, he was basically saying, it looks like Luvu is still anchored in the ground or whatever he said, which clearly there was there was a hook on the front and a hook on the back. They forgot to unhook the hook on the back. I don't know how they just couldn't feel it. Okay, like I'm like right? paddling, like I'm just like, what, what what's going on? So then uh, Ua gets into their boat. They unhook both. They out. They're gone. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. Check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the green tribe wins and uh, they get back to camp and they are faced with this challenge. It's either like sweat or strategy. You got to run to the beach, put water into like from a little pot and pans and fill up these two things. Or you can look at a puzzle and of the triangle puzzle and uh, you only get one guess. And if you lose then you don't get Flint or whatever. Now, my thinking is I was just like Voce. I'm like him. Why would we want to isolate ourselves? And this is the first day. We want as much time to mingle. The way my mind is thinking is let's do the triangle project. And if we get it wrong, we just don't have no fire for tonight. Like what's the like? I don't know. I will want to conserve my energy. I'm not going up and down the beach with some water. Although I enjoy Zaddy Zander. Okay. Yeah. So uh, just for for those that didn't understand the assignment from when Bryce explained Ooh, it, I essentially, <laughs> it's a second chance at earning your supplies. So, um, you know, you can do this triangle puzzle, which Bryce, it looked hard, man. I tried 
to pause it and count up the amount of triangles. And I was just losing, losing count every time. Listen, you got six people in a tribe. You have three hours to do it. You could take your time. For me, I'm not running up into, I'm going to conserve my energy and I'm not going to isolate myself from the tribe. I understand where you're coming from. Nonetheless, both tribes, Lubu decides for Danny and Deshaun to, to do the water carrying challenge. Yes. Yeah, so the yellow tribe, Xander volunteers himself and okay. Voce. <laughs> What's up with that? What if you were on the island and I was like, Bryce, I'm doing it and you're doing it. Nah, I'm going to push back. Um, I feel like uh, a lot of people don't want to push back, but um, I will give my reasoning and I will push back. I will give my reasoning as to why. And I will let the tribe decide and if the tribe was like, no, do it. Then I wouldn't push back too much. But I'm not just going to sign up for physical activity when we on a beach. We don't got no water and it's hot. Like that's not what that it's not given what it's supposed to give. Okay. Now we know why Bryce only lasted. No, that's a lie. Cause I was out there on my tribe doing my thing. Okay. Now, what I find so interesting on the blue tribe with Deshaun and Danny, I love seeing them. I love seeing Danny. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Danny. Most pro athletes at times when we see them on survivor they're either extremely cocky or they are so down to earth and i would be remiss if i did not say that danny definitely reminded me of uncle cliff like just how personable uncle cliff was like ready to work uncle cliff like didn't want to take any of the shortcuts and i really got that from danny's spirit and i love that the fact that danny and deshaun while they was out there like listen if they got us doing work let's go look for the idol mm-hmm. now mind you if it was danny and Bryce, i'd have been like i need all the time i could get <laughs> to fill up just water so i ain't gonna be able to look for the idol but if you want to uh um and so which was interesting enough was i guess nasir and everyone else in the tribe had decided like listen we're we're not going to talk strategic until the other people get back. Here's my thing. I thought that was a little naive. Like, you know, it's Survivor. So, like, yeah. you know, just because y'all agree to do this don't mean, like, you're not. So, Nasir sees them on the beach. Or doesn't see them. Or doesn't see them. But then he sees them far away. And he's like, they must be looking for idol. He runs back and tells the ladies. And he's like, either way, one of them got to go. Now, if it were me, I probably would keep that information and I probably will go to the guys and be like, I saw y'all on the beach. Did y'all get anything? I just kind of sort of ca-. like, you know, I feel like in the game from what I've learned after watching Survivor, that information is key. And something like that could instead of using it to like exploit the other people, Nasir really could have used that to like solidify himself with Danny and Deshaun instead of him running his mouth. The other girls went back and told Danny and Deshaun, and now they have a target on Nasir's head. Yeah, it's it could have it could have cut either way. So in his case, I guess he was trying to use it to bring um, him and the girls closer. Oh, let's just let's lock it in right now. Us final four. They they gave each other a look like, yes, yeah, sure. right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, there there is something to be said for if he were to just take that information, keep it in the tuck, then go to Danny and to Sean, maybe individually or 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 as a group to them and be like, yo, hey, I saw y'all kind of dip off a little bit. What's up? How can we work together? So um, in his case, didn't go over well in in snitching on the fellas, and now I think that it's it seems like that is putting a target on him. But I will say one thing we didn't mention when um when they all came on the uh, barge at first. Nasir, man, he seems like I I love watching this guy. I love his accent. He was so excited to be on there and and to say like I learned English watching Survivor. Yes. and he was thanking Probe. So like I like this guy a lot. I want to see what happens. He seems like he knows how to do things. I'm just uh, like like we saw it was a kind of a blunder socially in in snitching on on the fellas. So we'll see how he can pick that up. But I do like this guy as a character. I do like Nasir as well. And I do feel like he is trustworthy. Like, you know, I feel like he would he felt betrayed by Danny and Deshaun because like we made this pact not to talk strategic until you get back. But also it's the game of Survivor. So it's like like, listen, every man for himself. And like, you know, you got to do what you have to do. But I do want to turn our attention to the Green Tribe. Um, I feel like Ooh, I think it's Ooh, Ooh, like Ooh, hey, Ooh, I think Ooh, you smell oh, okay. No. Oh no, Ooh, yeah, I, I smell your breath through Don't the do mic, that. Bryce. Don't do that. I'm gonna get this. <laughs> I have a breath mint. I'm gonna eat it so I don't have to smell your breath anymore through the mic. Ooh, you Continue. lying. 
Anyway, I uh, I loved the Green Tribe. I feel like they had some interesting characters. And I really feel like um, through the diversity campaign, we see a lot of diverse uh, characters here that maybe in the past we have never seen. And I'm just going to go out right and say it. And one of my favorite characters thus far is JD. I mm. love his energy. I love the fact that he is a a gamer. I love the fact that he's charismatic. I love the fact that he is like very much in tune. I love the fact that he's like, which way you want to go? I love the fact that he like, if you want to get it popping, we can get it popping. He just seems <laughs> fun. And you know, I saw him trying to, to map a little bit. I, I just, I, I really love his energy. I love his storytelling. Um, I do think that it probably will get him in trouble, mm-hmm. but I, um, I just, I, I had a shout out that I really love JD. And I also, I really love Ricard. I feel mm. like Ricard is, you know, he, he probably is going to be that sneaky player. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love to watch it. I love to see it. However, the one thing that I noticed about Ricard from these episodes is that, um, his influence, like, you know, just very early on, it seems like a lot of people flock to him and it seems as if he is calling the shots. I do also want to bring up that early on in the game, Jeff had asked the people, um, you know, I've been saying, come on in guys. And as we're getting more inclusive, I, uh, you know, I want to know how you guys feel about come on in guys. And I think that, you know, Evie spoke up. She said, as a queer woman, it doesn't bother me. Um, and you know, they ultimately kept it when they got to the first challenge. I thought it was huge of Ricard to after some time to think about it, you know, basically said he feels like to be more inclusive, we should drop the guys. And I will be honest, when I first heard it, I was like, uh, like, you know, it doesn't bother me. So I don't understand what the big deal is. However, you know, I am a cisgender queer man and I, you know, I'm just thinking about in my own bubble. I wasn't really thinking like how someone else could not um, understand it. And, you know, in this day and age, in this world, we're evolving. Um, There are words and things and sayings that we used to say years ago that we no longer say today. And I I think it is a great of survivor to want to go with the times. I I'm going to piggyback and and i commend survivor for i commend jeff for on the first first you know within the first few minutes of the of the first challenge um when they were all on that boat he asked them if if they're comfortable with guys and nobody nobody objected at that point but at the first immunity challenge like you said ricard spoke up he had time to go back to camp maybe he thought about it maybe you know it's hard to be that first person speaking out against something when you're just touching down when you're just about to start the game. So maybe he thought about it and said, you know what? Um, I, I am not comfortable. Um, I'm not comfortable with that. Or there are people that aren't comfortable with that. And from my perspective, for them to dedicate time to it on this show, I think it's important because this is a new survivor that we're watching. And I think it's a um, it's like an overt act for them to show that they are trying to uh, make strides in the right direction for more inclusivity. And I've, I've seen online, there's been Mm. a lot of backlash. People Mm. said uh, about the word guys and the definition of guys and how the word guys is used to encompass both women and men. Um, But, but the fact of the, for me, and, and and I've also seen people say that, um, Oh, there, this is them just trying to just trying to make a big show of this. And, they might not feel that or, or whatever the case may be. The show, in my opinion, dedicated time to this. And what that showed me was the power in words and the fact that we do need to think about the words that come out of our mouths and the things we use and the implications that they may have on people. And in Survivor's case, by taking out the word guys, I don't think they are now um, isolating people. I think they're trying to include more people. And I'm okay with that. Whether it was, I don't know their intentions, but at the end of the day, what they did was on TV, got rid of the word guys in order to include more people. I can only be on board with that. I can only be thankful for that. I can only be thankful for their diversity initiatives. The, uh, the color of this cast, it's a, it's a rainbow of people. I love it. I'm thankful. Um, so I will say kudos. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, I was echoing what you were saying, but 
Spicy Bricey has a little time today. Mm. And I just wanted to say to all of them people that I'm reading them tweets, oh, woke survivor, I'm so tired of this woke culture. Shut up. Like, that's what I got to say to you. Shut up. Because guess what? It's not about you. Because guess what? It's been about you for a long time. And guess what? It's time to make room as we usher in this new generation, as we usher in and shed light to people that have been voiceless for years, that we show love and make it more inclusive. So all of y'all people out there, oh my God, they're like, shut up. Go ahead. The only thing I'll add is, yeah, I started seeing this, uh, th- these woke survivor quotes uh, and stuff. And first, so, it's the so, undertone for me. With right. Me. Mm. Um, but first of all, guys, uh, survivor ain't woke. CBS ain't woke. Bryce is woke. I'm woke. Like you guys that are calling it woke survivor, you're trying to take this term and you don't know what being woke means. What I will say is that they're making strides in the right direction. They're becoming a little more progressive. They're trying to include more people. That's, that's a good thing. That's it. And that's, that's the direction it. the country's going in. It, it's for me, the people that are saying it, it's just like, ooh, your privilege is showing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, you know, and I understand change is uncomfortable. Change can be like, you know, oh, like, you know, why, why, why? But think about the greater good and think about uh, somebody that is at home that like, you know, may they don't know what their identity is. And like, you know, you just don't know how triggering that word could be. And sometimes you have to take yourself out of it. And that's like, you know, and, and that's really what it's about. And it, it's like, is it hurting anybody? No. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. That's the thing, Bryce. It's it's not. Ropes removing a word doesn't hurt anybody, but okay. it includes more people. Everybody. But again, those people that are using them terms, I say, check your privilege because mm. it's like, oh, do you not want more seats at the table? Do you feel like more seats at the table is going to take something away from your plate? Mm. It isn't. It's just like, hey, guys, l- let's all eat together. It's like, hey, let's eat. What's up? What's up? But, you know, it is what it is. And with change, there comes backlash. But listen, I was like, ooh, okay. Uh, Jeff ate his uh, gangster boy Wheaties today because he said, if you got a problem with it, at me. Okay, I said, ooh. I probably won't read it anyway. Because uh, I know, because I've been adding you for about eight years and you ain't ooh. never respond yet, Jeff. But it's all right. But anyway, we get to the challenge. But also, uh, but go ahead. Right, after, right after that, he also introduces another twist he introduces the shot in the dark die which basically means if you feel like you're on the hot seat that night if you're on the chopping block Mm. and you you reach into your pocket and you pull out your shot in the dark die when you're voting you drop it in um, Mm. a little bag and you have a one in six chance Mm. um, at immunity so what you give up is you lose your vote for that night but you have the possibility it's a 16.7% possibility that you will be immune that night. So, like, it is a real shot in the dark. Um, but that's, that's, I like that twist. It's a cool little twist. I, I got feelings on that twist. First of all, I feel like I'm playing Twister, okay, with all these new uh, rules and immunity challenges. Like, I feel like my left foot on red, my right foot is on blue, and I'm, like, tangled up. But I'm trying to follow it. But I also have feelings about that, but I won't say that on air. I'm about this new twist, but um, I like it because like, you know what? Sometimes they because listen, baby, w- wait, what's the name of this twist again? The roll shot, of dice shot in the dark. Child, where, where the hell was that at? Coggy on third episode, bitch. Okay. You could have used that. Man. I could have used it or I could have just voted out Morgan. But anyway, um, <laughs> we there, get there really are there. There's not many places to hide on a small tribe of six, man. Mm, and when you are the only person of color and you are the only queer, okay, you stick mm-hmm. out like a sore thumb. But what I love about this tribe is that there are multiple queer people on tribes. Mm-hmm. There are multiple people of color. It's just like you know, it's an e. It is it's seats at the table. Everybody is ready to eat. And that's what I love about it. And now it's really about the game. It's really about your social awareness. It's really about how you perform in the challenge. It's not about you being othered and not fitting in with the group. It's like, I just, that's what really excites me about this game. And so we on to the puzzles. They got to put the puzzles onto a little cart, drag the cart through this little train track. Then they got to pull it up one level, pull it up. 
two levels. Then two people got to do the challenge, and I believe it was the Blue Tribe, baby. They didn't got one load in. Okay, a bag fell off. Jeffrey with the long hair said, Blue Tribe, you got to go back. Yep. Heard that before. Ooh. 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 They had a setback for real, man. Okay. Ooh, Um, okay. Yeah, the Green Tribe was, they were killing it. Ua was killing it. They got up there first. Yes, Brad was doing the thing. Uh, you know, we had pasta. They were doing really good. Yellow Tribe was not far behind them. We saw Zaddy Xander digging deep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if anyway. Um, so they get up there. Uh, but the listen, the Blue Tribe makes a comeback. Okay. They had a setback. You know, some say it's a setback. I say it's a come up. Um, they were up there together. The Green Tribe really started to uh, fall apart. And, you know, Sarah out there like, we're messing up haze. First mm-hmm. of all, Sarah screaming like, we messing up haze. Well, mm-hmm. girl, you the one that dumped the bag, sis. Yeah, like, you are one of two people in the puzzle portion of this challenge. So why don't you look for the piece? Okay. Um, And so the blue tribe takes away the win. And the yellow and green tribe <laughs> kind of tossed a flint. I would have kept it in my pocket. And, you know, boom, we're on to the game has started. The game is we real. now. I want to just take some time to go to the Yellow Tribe. And I feel like I was very happy with the decision that the Yellow Tribe made. Um, and I will just only say this to say that, like, again, when you're on these smaller tribes and, you know, when we're thinking of the older level of Survivor, it's like you want the strong to win. Like you want to keep the strong, keep the tribe strong. So this tribe had Abraham. He was like, he was a big, strong looking guy. Yeah. And he was preaching a lot of let's stay strong. We, we need to, we need to keep the tribe strong. And, and I think he said, uh, he wants Tiff out because she's, she's not so strong. And I think there are more aspects to strength than just looking like a, like a big, big, right. strong person. He kept referring to Tiffany and the paddle saying that like he, she left one paddle go and, um, and he just perceived her as weak. And what I love, first of all, I loved Tiffany. First of all, okay. Another thing that I'm loving what Survivor is doing this season, I'm loving them giving us, like, not only, like, people telling us their story, but they're kind of going back to the old Survivor where we get to see a little bit of their life. And we like you not just them telling us, but we get to see them, um, like, we get to see their families. Um, and, but, before we even get into this, I think it also is important for us to say that there was a, because listen, this is the Purple Pants Podcast. You know we all over the place. Go with us. Okay? Flow you with all us. Over the place. Uh, I mean, the lie detector determined that wasn't a lie either. So, a boat show up and say, listen, we need one of everybody to come with us. <laughs> so, okay. So, we are all over the place. This was, um, yeah, this was before the challenge. Mm-hmm. Boat pulls up to each beach. They need one person to come with them. Every tribe figures out their way to send somebody. And the three people that end up going are Xander, Danny, and JD. JD. Yes. Yes. When they get to the um, this other beach that they're boated to, um, the three of them meet each other. And they are to scale this mountain and, quote, unquote, get to know each other. And as they're walking up, they're kind of like, Broing down, they're meeting, you know, understanding what, what, the, who they are and whatnot. They get to the top of the mountain and they then have to separate and they each walk to a different location where they encounter somewhat of a prisoner's dilemma. Essentially, they all have to make a decision and the way the other people decide affects the other people. So if, um, here's the decision they can all choose to protect their vote. Individually. So if they all choose to protect their vote, then nothing happens. Their votes are protected. But they could also risk their vote in a chance at winning something. So if they all choose to risk their vote, then like all three of them individually, if they choose to risk their vote, then they all lose their vote at the next tribal council. But if there's a split, if two people choose to risk and one person chooses to protect or any kind of breakdown like that, then the people that chose to risk their vote get an extra vote. And whoever chose to protect their vote is is cool. So each person is standing in their own section on this on this mountain. And they have to think about what the other people would decide, knowing that 
it it affects them. So uh, if if that was if if you can understand that, um, <laughs> I kind of don't understand it. But essentially, you have to think about what the other guys will do, and the the one thing that you want is a split. You just don't want all three people risking it because then all three of you lose your vote. Right. And so they all said to each other, like, listen, we're going to uh, play it safe and not risk it. Um, and it looks like that uh, Danny is the only one that played it safe. J.D. and Xander both risk it. And mm-hmm. it looked like uh, J.D. It came very much in handy for him. Now, back to Tiffany and uh, Abraham. I think that, um, like you said, Abraham was saying he wants the tribe strong. And very early on, he identified Tiffany as somebody that did not do well in the initial challenge. And he just thought that she was weak. However, it's important to know your audience. And I think that as much as I want to like Abraham, I really felt as though he wasn't getting to know his audience. And I felt as though he was more so talking at people. And I feel like he figured, like, if I can say this name first, if I could maybe be a little bit more boisterous and show my strength then I'll be able to get Tiffany out. However, Tiffany, like we said, we got to see a little bit of her backstory. She's a pre-survivor. Um, you know, we her mother died uh, from breast cancer when she was 16. They did the genome test mm-hmm. and, you know, she had the gene. So she made a decision uh, to get a mastectomy um, to essentially save her life. So that's how already I'm already connected with Tiffany. And I already know that she's a survivor and I already know um she ready to play. She got her two kids. Like, I just, I feel like, you know, she's a fighter. And, you know, she connected uh, with the other young lady on her tribe, uh, Liana. And Evie ultimately was like, yeah, I don't want to get rid of Tiffany. Because, listen, if we start getting rid of girls, then the guys are going to be in control. And so it just really quickly backfired on Abraham, which is why I, I feel like if Abraham, I don't feel like Abraham was at risk to go home at all if he had not been throwing Tiffany's name out. And I really feel like if Abraham would have just like mm-hmm. be quiet and let other things naturally happen instead of wanting to like, you know, automatically identify somebody, automatically make somebody the lesser. Um, Yeah, like it wouldn't have ended up that way. And so I first was sad that Abraham went home. But after rewatching the episode, I'm like, Ashley, you did it to yourself. Good brother. You did it to yourself. And listen, Tiffany's still here. So I, I was very happy with that. It seemed like he was too forward with everything. Right. Uh, Abraham, just just sit back and let someone else say what they want. Like, you don't have to be the first one to say a name. And you don't have to push so hard for that name. Like, just ask them what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Right. And um, in this case, he had that old school mentality, strength, strength. Oh, we need to keep the tribe strong. But in there are other ways that you can keep a tribe strong. Like loyalty means right. a lot. And like, you know, intelligence and understanding different people. It's not all about the big, strong, tough guys or the big, strong, tough women. It's about, you know. It's 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 about the other things. And in his case, with that old school mentality, it kind of bit him in the butt. Right. And and brother was blind. Oh, <laughs> but, but that that's how. And again, we talk about strong. Well, guess what? This was a socially strong mm. tribe. Mm. Mm. Oh, his, okay. So if 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 y'all rewatch the episode, please, please check out his facial expression <laughs> when his when it the, when his they first, say his first name, name. <laughs> and then they say it again. It just keeps on getting more and more screwed up. His face, and then he's like, oh, I, was, I did I was not scared. see that. <laughs> Walking off, he's like, I didn't see that coming. Woo! <laughs> not at all. That's the point of a blind side, good brother. They but listen, him. let's make our way to the green shot because bang bang, bruh. First Bruh. of all, first of all, mm. I want to give praise and honor to the the God above and to the anointed pastor Shanny. Mm. Let's talk. Can we talk about Shan? Let's, Let's talk about Shan, Shan for okay. a minute, okay? Uh, mind you, because she already a friend in my head. I'm calling her Shanny. Um, her insight and her ability to like, and again, I feel like Abraham can take a book out of Shanny's page mm. uh, or take a page out of Shanny's book. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm watching her and I'm like, you know how the, the saying is like, you know, um, I, I don't know why I think of like Jay from uh, Millennials versus Gen X. You remember when Jay was like uh, making alliances with everybody and just being like, you know, I'm down, I'm locked in with you. It's so weird in the different approaches because uh, Shani was essentially doing the same thing, but it, her approach to just really mm. listen 
Um, I think I think that's I think the pastor in her is makes her a good listener. A hundred percent. Yeah, she's a good listener. And she she looks she looks kind of quirky. She looks she has a friendly, quirky demeanor. Right. And I think all these aspects of her make her someone that is is approachable and that people like talking to. Right. Non-threatening, but also listen. Mm. Okay. In them in 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 a pocket in one of them overalls, baby. Listen, okay, it's some spicy shanty in there because, like, Mm -hmm. it's just I I like the fact that she just has connections with everyone, and essentially everyone comes to her. So we know that Shani and Sarah uh, did the puzzle. Um, and it really what I find funny is is that um Shani would just be at fault just as much as Sarah. Uh, but it's all in how you carry yourself. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Sarah really came back to the tribe defeated and really like put the target on herself because I'm thinking like the target really on both of them. Yeah, um, both of y'all were, were doing this puzzle. Both of y'all could have reached down and grabbed that bag, right? A hundred percent. And so again, it's Survivor is such a game of like, you sometimes can project things onto yourself because Sarah just came back defeated. Like, you know, if she would have came back, like, listen, I did the best that I could like, I don't know. Things would have been different. However, Ricard got a thing for JD. And for me being a viewer, like I love JD and I love Ricard, but I would be remiss if I did not say if I was not in Ricard's shoes, I probably would feel the same way about JD. Like you're too charismatic. You're too funny. Like you got to go. Like, so I like a part of me because I like JD. I'm like, why you got to target him, Ricard? At the same time, Spicy Brycey is like, he doing what needs to be done. So I love the dynamic of Ricard being like kind of almost the sinister a little bit like he keeping it cute, but uh, also like he's saying what needs to be said. And what I also think is funny is that he's sitting in the water talking with Sarah and he's like, yes, J.D. Then his confessional, he like, well, listen, it was Sarah and Shani. Uh, So I can't say that Sarah is safe. Mm, Right. And yeah. so to echo your point, J.D., uh, he's he's a young, energetic, good looking, like happy, so excited to be playing Survivor kind of player. And it shows. Yes. And um, with that kind of exuberance, I think other another player like a Ricard sees him like, man, this guy, he's trying a lot. He's very visible. Like, you right. Know, I'm I'm not opposed to getting him out of here. So I think JD's excitement has the potential to rub people the wrong way in the game of Survivor. For sure. Because he's one of those guys that looks like he's swinging for the fences. It looks like this guy is is ready to do it all. And so you have Ricard, who's, like you said, kind of a little sinister, a little calculating, and uh, and he is targeting JD. But then again, um, it, it wasn't JD that lost that puzzle or, or lost that puzzle. Right. Now, for me, the MVP... This uh, tribe, baby, was Brad. When Sarah, <laughs> Shandy, and Ricard were talking, and Ricard's like, just the guy I want to see. Um, like They were like, well, who you want to see home, Brad? Who you want to see go home, Brad? Brad's like, I don't know. And they're like, just say it. Mm-hmm. Baby boy said, well, Sarah and Shan lost uh, the <laughs> But Sarah's listen, on the table. But listen, that like for me... Watching it, I'm like, Brad's somebody I want to align with. Brad's somebody who's going to keep it. He going he going to keep it funky with you. He going to tell the truth. Like you know, I I don't think that Brad's social game is all there, but I definitely think he is uh very loyal. Uh, that yeah. part to me was so funny. Uh, Brad went back to JD. Uh, with Shan right there, being like, they're, "Dude, they're coming for you, man! They're coming for you, bro!" And Shan was looking like, I mean, he ain't say no names, but. Um, then tribal got Liddy, Babidi, Bakuta I was like, listen. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it Bryce, was- you know, tribal's gonna be Liddy when the tribal council started with still twelve minutes left in the show. Oh yeah, I was like, okay. ooh. And they sit down, and Ricard's talking about we're real kumbaya. <laughs> All right, tell me about that kumbaya in. 90 seconds. Kumbaya not because yeah, (laughs) it was, uh, it was, it got heated really fast. I think that like they identified the puzzle 
Um, they identified JD. JD was very vocal at Tribal while JD is talking. Ricard and, and, Shan, and, and Ricard talking. Then out of the blue, Ricard goes over to JD. And mm. from what I can gather, Brad's probably JD's closest alliance at this point. And he's like, vote Brad. And he says, sure. Then JD got up, pulled Shan to the side and said, Brad is a horrible decision. Do not do that. And so then him and Shan. Go ahead. And right then and there, I saw, uh, a look, ooh, ooh. I saw a look from Shan to JD and she was like, I'm with you. It, it was very much so giving me Wendell Holland and Laurel Johnson a little bit. Bro, However, I, uh, I go don't, ahead. I beat, I don't, all we have to go off is what we saw and, and we, we, they haven't really shown us of anything of, we've seen JD and Shan talking and she said, sure, I'm with you. Um, but she said that to everybody, but definitely that look. But for me, it was when Sarah got up to join it and JD said, can you give us some space? Ooh, <laughs> baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was the directness for me. Um, then JD sat down and it was like, I don't know, people at camp. Okay, first of all, here's another shining moment of Brad. Uh, JD, essentially, clearly, we all know JD is talking about Sarah, Shan, and Ricard. JD's like, I don't know what people, if they were telling me at camp was BS or if they, what they telling me right now is BS. Mm. Brad was like, mm. oh, I'm, I'm locked in with y'all, but I, I'm I, like, Brad, he's not talking to you. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> like Brad, Brad, he knows you're a lot. Right. OK. Yeah. And mind you, Jeannie just sitting there like I'm like, girl, but so mind you, we, we really didn't get to, see, get to see much of Jeannie at all. So I am excited to see more of Jeannie. Uh, then they like, listen, pastor said, listen, let us pray. And by pray, I mean, <laughs> let us vote. OK, listen, J.D., go up to that vote and then say this is your one chance to use. This extra vote. I'm like, yes! Like, already. Wait a so, minute, wait a minute. It, is that what it said? Yes, he got to use an extra vote. It was like, this, like, this is your time to use the extra vote. This no, all, Bryce. That's think, not what it said? I think what it said was, you took a chance on that mountain, and this is your reward. You yes. won an extra vote. Okay. It's not a one chance thing. You have this until final six. Oh. So he tucks it in his pants. Oh. Ah. Ah. So okay. JD goes to vote. He gets rewarded by the risk that he took on that mountain when he took that boat over to the mountain. Okay. Okay. I need to lay off the Tito's, y'all, because literally I wrote in my notes that it said, You've been rewarded. You get an extra vote. And now is the time to use it. Like, this is your only time to use it. <laughs> Bryce, okay. Well, good thing. Good thing we're 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 taking this together, taking this ride together, brother. So yeah. So JD wins his extra okay. vote. So that's now, why he tucked it in his pants. Yeah. Okay. So now this man has an extra vote going forward, which can pay some serious dividends down the line. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm curious who threw the vote for Ricard. I'm thinking Genie. So okay, I'll tell you exactly okay. what oh. I think happened. Okay. So. At the end of the day, we we see one vote for Ricard, three, uh, four votes for Sarah, and one vote for Brad. And I think, and and it was it was Jeannie that that threw that vote, if I'm not mistaken. And I think it was because in the event that um, Sarah did the shot in the dark, or in the event that Sarah had something, oh. put a vote on someone else. See, yeah, oh, okay. See, mind you, see. This is where my brain, like, this is where I would get in trouble in Survivor in the sense of, like, it be them, like, extra little things that you got to, like, worry about. Uh, okay. Okay. Got it. And I so, got that on the rewatch because at first I'm like, whoa, these votes are all over the place. But then I wrote down each vote and I'm like, you know what? Actually, it's four votes on Sarah, one stray vote on Ricard, which could be the safety vote, and then Sarah's vote on Brad. And what also for me, uh, Let's me know that uh, Shani and JD are more locked in uh, than not, because if he had any doubt, I would imagine that he would have used his extra vote on Sarah. Right. So I'm just saying. But all I'm saying is uh, the first episode of season 41 did not disappoint. I uh, by the end of the episode, I was on the edge of my seat. Uh, you know, I'm going to lay off the Tito's next time so I can make sure I read the clues right. But yes, I, um, I'm excited for this season. I, I love all of the characters. I can't wait 
for more character development. I really hope that Survivor continues to show us more of the people's live stories. I love the aspect of kind of breaking the third wall. So I'm I'm all locked in. I'm locked and loaded. I'm ready to go. Right. And and I am too. This is fun. Uh like these tribes look awesome. I'm excited to see the new twists and how they manipulate the twists that we've already seen. Uh, it's it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good one. It's it's going. So listen, thank you for tuning in to this week's Survivor News. Okay, listen, you can catch me and your baby boy next week. Okay, we're going to get our rhythm a little more together because, listen, Wendell was all over the place. What's well, not me? I kind of kept us orderly and together. I quit. But before we go, Wendell, do you have anything in the works? What you doing? What's popping with you? Oh, man. Um, I am just, uh, I'm, I'm still on the grind, man. I'm still on the grind. I'm just happy that Survivor's back. And uh, that's about it, brother. Yeah. So, you know, you I, you guys can always check out BeefUnlimited.com. You know, the holidays is coming up. Okay. Get you a little custom beef furniture. Get you a planner. Get you a brush. Okay. Listen, that's this. You see why they had me a part of beef? Okay. Listen, uh-huh. it's enough has been said. We will see you guys next week. Okay. We out. The following message is brought to you by Give me a B B Give me an A A Give me an R R Give me a B B B B B B B B Let me hear it B A R B Bar 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 B A R B Bar 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 Hi, this is Miss Bart. And today, I want to share with you a piece that's entitled, Don't Just. Don't just learn, experience. Don't just read, absorb. Don't just change, transform. Don't just relate, advocate. Don't just promise, prove. Don't just criticize, encourage don't just think ponder don't just take give don't just see feel don't just dream do don't just hear listen don't just talk act don't just tell show and don't just exist live love you who's the freak who's the freak who's the freak of the week who's that who's that who's that freaky freaky freak who's the freak of the week and we are on to this week's freak of the week and listen when i told y'all i had a busy weekend i had a busy weekend i you know we did the bryson win presents event in new york came back to philly had to work um and then on saturday i had the honor and the privilege to attend Mike Holloway from Survivor and Meg Malley from Big Brother, their wedding in New Jersey. So listen, here on the Purple Pants podcast, they are definitely the freak of the week. I want to send them a congratulations and just tell you guys how beautiful the wedding was. Okay. I, uh, you know, baby boy got a little dressed up. If you saw my Instagram this weekend, then you seen me and the baby boy Wendell was out chair, but it really was such a great and loving and fun wedding. You you go ever go to some weddings and you just be like, oh, this is just like, you know, you, you feel like it's not actually the bride and groom. You feel like it might be their parents and they, they doing all of this traditional stuff to like, no, this wasn't the wedding. Uh, this wedding was definitely Mike and Meg. It was so much fun. The energy, the people that were there. Listen, now mind you, I don't normally cry at weddings now. When I was in a wedding a couple of months ago for my best friend, I did 
did cry a little bit. Uh, but at Mike and Meg's wedding, they had these two singers. After they said their vows, these singers came up, no microphone, and baby, when they started singing, ooh, Chile, I was like, oh, Oh, okay. It was like, you know, listen, I, it, it, you know, random stuff started popping in my head. Like, you know, will I ever experience this? Will I ever get married? You know, weddings can be kind of like a up and down type of thing for um some people. I did have that come up a little bit, but you know, listen, we're going to get to that at another date and time. But the wedding was just so much fun. There was Andrea uh, was in the wedding. Uh, Max Dawson was in the wedding. So it was so good to see like our survivor connections. I think there was a couple of other survivors. I think there was like a Keith Now, uh, Missy Payne and Mama C was there. There's a whole bunch of big brother people. Um, and, you know, just being around Meg and Mike's family. OK, the party was lit. OK, they had an open bar. You, and you know, baby boy was wetting his whistle. But listen. This is the thing that took me out, okay? First of all, Meg looked amazing. Mike looked it very, very dapper, okay? It's the reason why Mike is in the Zaddy calendar this year. Uh, but while they were off taking their wedding photos, you know, the reception, you know, got the little photo booths, you know, got the little hors d'oeuvres. Baby, this was the first wedding I ever been to. Now, listen to me clear, Purple Pants Posse. They had a bacon bar. Who? Listen to me clear. They had a bacon bar. Okay. They had the crispy bacon. They had the spicy bacon. They had the garlic bacon. Okay. I wasn't a fan of the garlic bacon too much, but you know, your baby boy had to try it. Okay. Mia Wendell was up in that bacon bar like three times. Okay. And the last time they was like, well, we're getting ready to like shut the hors d'oeuvres down. Listen, we done made a plate. They had the dipping sauce. Listen, I just got the maple syrup. Mmm. Oh, my God, my mouth is watering for it right now. Okay, listen, when I get married, okay, we're speaking it into existence. If my wedding don't have a bacon bar, I don't want it. Okay, and I'm just saying that. But honestly, it was so much fun. And I really just want to wish Mike and Meg a congratulations from the Purple Pants Posse and the podcast uh, to the Holloways. Thank you so much for inviting me. And listen, y'all. Y'all done made Freak of the Week, okay? And so listen, if Mike and Meg are Freak of the Week, that means we are coming to an end of another amazing episode. I am so glad that you guys stuck in with me like you always do. I am so appreciative of it, okay? Listen, and make sure throughout this week, you show love, okay? And listen, don't give energy to people that don't deserve it. Save your energy for yourself and the things that matter. If you have not already, please make sure you are subscribe to the Purple Pants Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. We are there. You know my Uncle Pookie, okay? He's still riding around with the subscription in his trunk. He won't be for much longer. You know, in the wintertime, you know, that Cadillac don't do good in the snow, so you better get it while you can, okay? Give your baby boy some five stars. Hit that subscribe button. Write a review and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a a friend that is a is a is a it's the purple pants it's the purple pants it's the purple pants podcast you better get your headphones and listen up quick it's the purple pants podcast you better listen in public might make your stomach hurt it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to unwind you better get that box wine it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to get your snack you better hurry right back though it's the purple pants it's the purple pants